Hello and welcome to In My Humble Opinion with Rose. I am your host and I am so freaking excited to start this podcast journey with you all. This has been a vision of mine for quite some time now and I have finally mustered up the courage to put it into action. So for those of you listening, you're probably wondering who is this person and honestly, I would be wondering the same exact thing if I was listening to. So this first podcast episode is to give you a little background into who I am. So let's begin. I grew up in a small town. Well, to me, it's a small town because I've been here my whole life. And it's one of those places where everyone knows everyone eventually. But really, it's not that small. According to the World Population Review website, it's like 100,000 people, which to me, that is a lot of people. But anyway, I love it. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love living here. That's why I'm still here. And so going back into my childhood, I have always been that person that people have gone to for insights. I have always been told that I am very empathetic and I have a very easy time relating to other people's situations. I don't know if it is a blessing or a curse, but you know, in my life, I have taken it as a blessing. (laughs) So people have a very easy time coming to me and they always feel like they are heard when they do come to me for whether it's advice or just even for me to sit there and listen. And it wasn't until I was gifted a youth dance studio that my purpose really came to light. I was like 20 or 21 years old, you know, still figuring life out. Honestly, I am still figuring life out. I feel like that is our full-time job forever. But I loved to dance and I still do love to dance when I have time for it. So this studio was a very cool thing for me to to take over. But the coolest thing to me about that studio was getting the opportunity to be a mentor in those students' lives. So I named it ERA, which stood for Empower, Rise, Achieve. And boy, did those students do just that. They were phenomenal human beings. I loved teaching them and I loved watching them grow as dancers. But to me, the biggest blessing was being able to watch them grow into young adults and to be a part of that journey with them. We created an atmosphere that was safe that they felt safe in, that they felt confident in, and they empowered each other. And that was our full message, was empowering and rising up to become our fullest potential that we set our minds to. Well, long story short, I ended up pregnant and I birthed into this world a beautiful, beautiful little boy. So unfortunately, I had to close that chapter of my life of having the studio, but I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. At least in my life, that's the way it turned out because one door closed and then so many more opened. So uh, let's talk about that expression really quick because that's something that we hear, or at least I hear all the time. It's one of those phrases that pops up consistently throughout our lives and on the surface level to me my interpretation to that is when an opportunity basically fizzles out in your life it's ending there has to be something of greater value basically coming your way saying hi thank you so much for learning this lesson we're gonna close this for you so you can move on to the next thing that you're supposed to learn to get you 
on the path of finding your purpose or getting you closer to fully reaching your purpose. And to me, it actually does make sense because it works with the laws of the universe, basically, right? If something sets off your life's equilibrium, let's say, then there has to be something that comes into your life to rebalance that. And that rebalancing would be the next chapter opening, that next door opening into your life. So it's about not holding back due to your fear of what could be on the other side of that, but actually trusting the process that this is leading you to a better path, to your purpose, to your greatness, to where you're meant to be in life and to trust that process because nothing will become of it if you do not take action. Sure, a door may open for you, but if you're just standing in front of it and not taking that first step through the frame, where is that going to take you in your life? How are you going to know what you are supposed to be doing other than just sitting there and idling and just questioning the process? You need to fully surrender and say, you know what? I got this. Thank you so much for that experience. I learned so many things. There were lessons that I was supposed to learn, but there are also so many positive things that I took away from it. And I am ready. I am ready to take that next step. This actually reminds me of a Christmas movie that I watched as a child. And for, I cannot remember it for the life of me, actually, but it's with Jack Frost is an animated movie and they start to singing about something that happened and they're going, um, how does it go? Oh my gosh. I think it goes, put one foot in front of the other because pretty soon you'll be walking out the door. Or I'm literally going to have to go back and Google what this movie is because that is going to bug me until I find out. But that song has always stuck with me because it does hold so much value to just life in general. And actually going back to the quotes for when one door closes, another door opens, that's actually not the full quotes. That's just the quick phrase that everyone says. And the quote is actually from Alexander Graham Bell. And it goes, when one door closes, another opens, but we often look so long and so regretfully upon the closed door that we do not see the other which has opened for us. And that is something we all do. When a chapter closes in our life, we just kind of stand there like, whoa, okay, well, that's done. What's coming next? And if it was a negative experience, we tend to just look at that negative aspect to it instead of looking at the lessons of to what we could take away. And that's where we could either stand there and regret that that chapter closed or take in what we can and then look forward to where we are going next. And holding gratitude and finding the abundance in our lives to be able to take that step. And that's another really great aspect to think about is the abundance in our lives. A lot of people, including myself sometimes, don't think that I have anything to be grateful for. Life is just routine. I go to work, I go home and I'm a mom, and then I go to sleep and I have school and I do it again. But really, 
There is so much to be grateful in those days. I am so grateful for my family. I am so grateful for my son. I am so grateful to be able to wake up another day and to experience those things again in different ways. I'm grateful that the sun is shining and I'm getting that lovely vitamin D before winter hits. There are so many things to be grateful for and to find that abundance. And that's something that we should all do and start practicing because it adds so much light to our lives. And that's a part of resetting that equilibrium and taking away those negative aspects because the more we think negatively, the more that's going to show up in our lives. So if we add abundance and we find the things to be grateful for and taking those little steps to positivity, more positive things will happen and more positive doors will open. So a practice that I have started doing is to write down whether it's first thing I wake up in the morning in a journal, which let's be real, it is very hard to wake up before work when you start work so early. (laughs) So let's say I slack in that side a little bit. But even if I get to work and I have some downtime, grabbing a post-it note and just quickly jotting down what I am grateful for and what abundance I have in my life right now. And just a quick top three things really quickly off of your head. And then doing that every day, you will find yourself breathing a little bit lighter because you're adding love into your life. You're adding light into your life and positivity into your life. And you're basically bringing a new awareness into your vision which is such a beautiful thing to experience. I really hope you guys start doing that. And I would love to hear what your experiences are or if you need someone to like chat it to, like email it to me and say, Rose, these are the things that I am grateful for. And then keep doing that because I would love to read those and be a part of your journey in that. And I remember when the dance studio closed and I had to give up that chapter in my life and try and trust the process that everything was going to be okay with a baby coming into our world and so many changes happening. I remember sitting and writing down what I'm grateful for, but then also writing down the lessons that I was grateful for, what I learned from having that studio, what I am learning during my present moments of being pregnant and going through the motions of transition. It impacted my life so greatly that when another door opens, I was ready for it. And that door was getting the opportunity to go back to school. So once I had our little boy, I took some time obviously to bond and create a relationship with him and get the feels of being a new family and being first-time parents and being a first-time mom, which let me say is such a crazy whirlwind of experiences and emotions, but it is such a beautiful thing to go through. And when I felt like it was time, I trusted it and took that opportunity finally. So in 2020, at 25 years old, I did it. And I jumped in both feet and went back to school. Like that is something I never would have thought I would be able to get to do. And to be quite honest with you guys, if I'm being real, I wasn't too jazzed to be a 25 year old, first time mom kind of a thing, going back to school. And, you know, I could have stood at that doorstep and pointed out all of the negative things and brought that to my attention. 
which what good would that have done? It would have probably led me down the path of not going to school and not fulfilling what my purpose is supposed to be. But that's what I'm talking about is finding the positive in every experience. So I'm standing there thinking, you know, what can I gain from going to school? You know, I loved the dance studio. I loved being a mentor to those students. I loved being someone that they could trust and confide in and feel safe doing so. And them taking my advice and applying it to their lives and having it work out in such a beautiful way like a flower blossoming it was so beautiful to watch and having their parents trust me with that too then there was always the side of people coming to me to feel heard so I looked at all of those things and yeah I was like you know there is something to this there is a reason why this keeps popping up in my life and to let me let me tell a quick story and to tie this all together with the universe saying rose hello knock knock anybody in there you need to go down this path where I was working at a bistro cafe kind of a place. There were social workers after social workers coming in telling me their experiences and me telling them that, you know, that was an avenue that I was curious about. And if I were to ever go back to school, that that was a place that I wa- that I would want to study was psychology. I didn't know if I wanted to be a social worker, if I wanted to be a counselor or a full-on therapist, but I knew that was the way I wanted to go because I was adopted and I was saved. And I say saved because to me it was saved from a very bad situation or it could have been a very bad situation. And I was put into emergency foster care with my now mom like how cool is that which quick shout out to your mom I love you and thank you so much for choosing me to be in your life and creating such a beautiful life for me I always think about what the alternative could have been and I am so blessed I'm so eternally grateful for you and dad so thank you for that but I also you know what's pushed me down into thinking if I were to ever go back to school, I'd want to go to school for psychology was all of the amazing people that were in my life because based on why I was adopted, you know, the body holds so much that your brain won't even remember, which is such a crazy thing to think about. So there was a lot of people that were in my journey with me in case I needed them. And that was something that I always wanted to give back to others, especially to our children into the youth of our future. You know, they need a guiding light to be there for them too. So, you know, as I tell you social workers my experiences and why I'd want to be going down that avenue, I sit there and reflect afterwards thinking, wow, it is crazy to me how many social workers are showing up in my life. You know, this has to be a sign. Then finally, after hearing all of that knocking of the universe saying that this is what you need to do, just trust it, go through that door, I finally did. And I am so happy that I did. Sure, it's been a little complicated, you know, having a baby at the time and trying to get my reins back into school and then working full time. It was a lot to handle and it still is a lot to handle. But luckily I had a lot of support. You know, my fiance now who was one of the main people to encourage me to go back to school and to trust what was happening I thank you for that. And yes, I was listening to you, even though it might have seemed like I wasn't. I was. (laughs) 
So then I completed my two years at the local community college here with being an honor student. I had basically all A's except for you know, one B, but you know, your girl does not do math. And that statistics class really threw me for a loop there. But luckily, again, to my fiance, who is a math wizard, he can do anything in his head. He looked at my statistics homework and what we were learning and immediately it all clicked together for him. So thank you, you know, on the download for, I guess mainly doing the second half of that semester class for me like kudos to you much love thank you so after i graduated from the community college and i'm applying to different universities i was left there thinking what do i want to do with this when i finally get my degree where do i want to go and really tuning into myself and researching different things that clicked with me, that ignited a fire inside of my soul, basically. I knew that I wanted to continue to work with kids if I was ever given the opportunity to take that route. So I didn't know if it was a school setting that I wanted or a formal environment with being a clinical psychologist. So after doing some research and really tuning into what that fire was, I came across a youth counselor. And I was like, boom, that is it. That is what I am needing to do with my life, being there for the children and being there for our future kids to be someone that they can come to and talk to and trust when they feel like they might not have anyone to turn to. And then also something that lit a fire under me was child sex trafficking. And that's really hit home, especially with what I was saved from when I was adopted because again who would have known what that situation could have been like and that's when I came across a program where they actually save children from being trafficked and they are called the Operation Underground Railroad and their URL is ourrescue.org and I'm reading their mission and I'm reading of all these successful stories of changing lives and that is where I want to go. I want to be a part of that somehow whether it was volunteering or being a part of their aftercare program where the children that they rescue I can be a part of their journeys to empowering them and overcoming what they had experienced and finding that glimmer of positivity in their lives so they can see what they are capable of for their future and all of the great things they can accomplish if they have the right people to be there next to them, being their cheerleader saying, you got this and I am here for you. That was when I realized what my purpose was spreading the positivity to those that needed it most and being a light in their journey because what they experience that takes a whole different amount of strength and then they need strong people by their sides to cheer them on to show them that they can do this and that they are on the path to something more so once I found that purpose or that thing that lit my soul on fire, I found a school that 
I was able to accomplish this to where they had the programs that I could get into to be able to continue this journey on to be a youth counselor. And I got into the school that I was really wanting to get into and I got into the online program to be able to complete my degree because there would be a lot of strings to pull if I had to go in person. And that was something that I didn't think that I would be able to do. But by the grace of whatever higher power that you believe in, I got in to that program and I was so excited and stoked for what this next chapter was and what this new door opening had in store for me. I am now attending Sacramento State University as an undergraduate. I am striving to get my bachelor's in psychology and then of course my master's, getting into a master's program. We are getting there. We are making our way step by step. And on my journey to become a counselor, I have been wanting to spread positivity and be someone more people can turn to, whether that was for insights or to leave feeling empowered or even just have a smile on their face. And after a long process of talking myself into it and brainstorming what I would even do, here we are making podcasts for people. Even if I can positively affect one person, my mission is complete. I just want to add lights and again, put smiles on people's faces and make their day a little bit brighter. So every Friday, a new episode will come out. The only thing I need from you from here on out, at least, is to send me your crazy life experiences or even a question about something that's been bothering you that you would love my humble and again, not so professional opinion on. The stories could literally be about anything that you would love for me to share. And the questions honestly be about anything as well. They could be complex. They could be based on something that you're wanting to experience but don't know how to get there yet. From relationships to friendships to family, I am all here for it. And I would love to share my knowledge and my experiences with you all. So as we approach the end of our episodes, I am going to share a quote with you that resonated with me and is based on the theme or the topic of what that episode is about. So for this first release, the quote that I would love to share is, what we fear doing most is usually what we most need to do. I'm going to say that again. What we fear doing most is usually what we most need to do. That is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. So to me, this quote could be the first step to finding your purpose or the first step to becoming your greatest self. And oftentimes we stay in a situation much longer than we should out of fear, creating unwanted negative energy. And I want you to think as you sit there is what would you do if you weren't afraid? If you were not afraid and taken over by a million different what ifs and if fear was not an option, what would you do? How would you take that first step? So as you come to taking that first step, breathe. And I believe in you and I know you got this and I hold so much gratitude for you for joining me on my first step by creating this podcast and sharing my voice and positivity and putting smiles on people's faces. So again, thank you for joining me on this journey and don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok for fun promos and updates.
Also, subscribe to the podcast anywhere that you listen to them so you do not miss an episode. And then send those questions to getmyhumbleopinion at gmail.com so I can share my humble opinion with you all. Tune in next week, you guys, and I hope you have a absolutely beautiful weekend. Bye.